Good evening. Good evening. This is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. It is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. This is Striving to Keep Our Democracy Intact. I am Brigadier Rosa Stokes. As we begin today, we remind you of the goal that we're all striving for world peace, where we restore and build infrastructures for the future. Our series is continuing Keeping the Earth, Keeping the Earth, with a community call, Are You Listening? Our moral code, Love thy neighbor as thyself. There's so much going on in our country and the world. And as we discuss several topics in a few minutes, please remember that you are a part of everything that's going on in the world, either directly or indirectly. We base our discussions on the truth and reality using examples that display all of our gifts and blessings as we live our normal lives in a quiet way. A good example is the airport or a train station. There are many people there with all kinds of gifts, but the one that, we, that stands out today and we'd like to discuss is the role of the TSA or security. They check you in before you enter the station or the airport. Now they don't make a great deal of noise, even though they do talk and ask you questions. This is a quiet way of getting things done and just a normal way of you living your life, taking a trip, going our way on business, using the train or the airport living your normal life in a quiet way. As we continue the conversations, I hope you can see yourself as you listen to the information and how things or situations may apply to you. Number one, and I'm going to move a little rapidly. Remember, we only have 15 minutes. Critical race theory is a law course that teach, that the law teachers teach to help students be able to work with all races, all cultures, all faiths, ethnic groups. This is good. It is not bad. It is a law course to teach them how to work with all kinds of clients. Number two, parents and educators need to focus on critical thinking skills that help students to increase state increase their grades on state tests achievement tests, and climb the hierarchy of thinking skills. This is a ladder of thinking skills so that they can come, that, that starts with just basic things like sit and may end up with a uh, complete uh, sentence saying, I saw someone who was positioned in a place. 
still to, the inference is sitting. You see how it changes from one thought to another. That's called a hierarchy, but it's all of it's talking about sitting. The parents in Japan, for example, pay private tutors along with their children's education just so they'll be ready to compete in the world with the ladder or hierarchy of thinking skills. Remember, critical thinking skills. Not all children are able to test easily, so we need to make sure we find de developers who can design tests for a variety of students. We have also our K-12 plus 2. Our K-12 plus 2 is a global answer to bring America's students in line with all other countries based on their national or international learning standards. K-12 is graduation. Two is community college, trade school, uh, vocational schools, so that they will be able to access all of their academic opportunities. Parents need to stop playing around with state tests, public or private. These are the indicators of where our students stand globally, all around the world. The pandemic delayed our children socially approximately one and a half years, some two years. We're not talking about their intellectual ability, their ability to get the work done. We're talking about their ability to relate and communicate with others, students and teachers. Some of the reasons was the inconsistencies. Some of this was just lack of interaction and more dependent on technology. And what we're encouraging them to do is that we have to slow things down in the classroom so that our students can catch up socially. And teachers need to be aware of that. You have an eighth grader who actually functions socially at the end of his sixth grade or her sixth grade year. That's very important in a middle school. That's to be at the end of the sixth grade year rather than the eighth grade year. And how you handle the problems will depend on what the outcome, because that's that stage where they're so willing and wanting to please others, particularly the older children. So we encourage parents to get involved and, and for teachers to monitor and observe. Lastly, just away from education and to the law, we'd like to encourage and we're putting forward and encouraging that a national police review panel be set up to help to review cases and set up training for police so that they can identify the situations that involve teamwork, because not everything is their job, those things that are dangerous and that are their issues and maybe nonviolent and not so much things that they need to do. Making those kinds of de decisions and backup and timing for situations. Also, community police. And additionally, lastly, abortion. Abortion is not a law. Abortion is not a law issue. I'm not gonna say it's not a law. It's not a law issue. It is a medical issue between a woman and her doctor. Hippo comes into play which entails the law. This is what Road vs. Wade is all about. We don't need to go back 
We need to ensure that women are interacting with the medical profession, not lawyers in classrooms, uh, not lawyers in courtrooms. Lawsuits, laws, the lawsuits should, or should, should may come into play at some point, but it should not begin with that. It should begin with women who understand that they have a relationship with their doctors and great concerns and should be able to go with them, go to them and have these kinds of discussions. This is what Roe vs. Wade did. It was not uh, an issue around uh, so much not getting abortions and not getting abortions. It was getting people into safe environments so that they could talk about what it was that they needed and have it handled according to medical attention rather than waiting until they pass away. So this is a very important issue. Now, if the law, the states and federal want to be involved, they need to be involved with the situations that bring about some of these outcomes. And one of those is uh, rape, act, uh, incest, uh, assault, and abuse. Uh, we also have the moral issue of fornication and adultery. We have uh, trafficking. And we have underage sexual abuse. These are problems. Let's not forget domestic violence. We did a lot, you know, the Congress passed the law a few months ago, but it didn't go as far as it needed to go. So, again, what we need to do is to look at these are the reasons why these uh, abortions are occurring. So how are you going to solve them? For example, the moral code. Uh, are you going to enforce laws about fornication and adultery? If not, how can you put in place a law about abortions? That abortions are a medical issue that comes out of those kinds of situations. Rape, as uh, incest, sexual trafficking, domestic violence, uh, child abuse, sexual child abuse. So these are, uh, this is just a short discussion around this because this is a issue that seems to be, uh, been categorized under um, that for poor people, but in actuality, it's something that's been going on and on every economic level in our country for a long time. Poor women have just had access to it over the last 30 years or so. But in actuality, it's an all-women problem. And the only way to solve it is to solve it by handling the fornication and adultery, the assault and abuse, the rapes, the incest, the sexual trafficking, because these are the outcomes of these kinds of things. and this is what the states and the federal government should be focusing on. We have been putting this forward. I think there's been about, over the last five years, three or four laws that have been put forward, and sometimes they won't even let them come to the floor. So again, we're encouraging you as Americans to understand this information. My job is to give it to you. Your job is to think about it and see where it belongs.
but abortion issues are not laws. And the states can prepare themselves for HIPPO and for the lawsuits that are going to come under medical conditions, the trauma that women are, that are created when women are in certain kinds of situations and the abuse. I recommend and suggest counseling for Christians. Uh, counseling is very important. Many times in that situation, women choose to have the child and, ha and have it adopted. There are certain, these are serious issues. So counseling and education is very important. Uh, social activities, dating in groups for fornication and, and commitment to marriage for adultery. So, you know, there are some things that need to be discussed that we will not discuss today that we call just and other conversations. Again, abortion is not a law issue. It's a medical issue and it is a urgent medical issue. And as Americans, we have to take responsibility for everything that's going on. If you're not going to take responsibility for the, the illegal behavior that caused the, the abortions to occur, then you cannot take responsibility for the medical issue. The virus, we gave people the chance to choose life or not. And there was, that was a medical issue. So there is no difference here. Okay. The responsibility there for the embryo and for the mom is on the mom. If we, if there were no guidelines, you know, there would be something different. But we have to keep this in the medical profession because of the traumas that we're facing every day, almost 80,000 in this country. And we have people consistently talking about it, but then they're also the people that are participating in it. This is another way of thinking about it. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, to establish justice and ensure a domestic tranquility, to provide for a common defense, to promote a general welfare that secures the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity, to ordain and establish the Constitution of the United States. This is Brigadier Rosa Stokes, and we'll talk again soon.